It's hard to hear the truth with so many people talking. Join your host as he engages in unfettered conversation with folks sharing their perspective on how businesses, political policies, technology, and world events impact their families and communities. If you want to turn your thoughts into actions, listen to the Brother of Light, dropping wisdom in your left ear and knowledge in your right. hard to hear the truth with so many people talking. Today on Folks Unfettered, we have a guest host, Lily of Lily Renee Interior Design. She will be sitting in this episode and conducting a conversation with someone she admires, Allison Eden of Allison Eden Studios. And these two founders of their respective organizations will be discussing how interior design affects how we live and work given the pandemic and how we're coming out of the pandemic and working from home and the hybrid work model is really becoming our new norm. And so normally, especially when you have space restrictions, people are trying to figure out how to live and work without having their homes and apartments and condos and studios, flats, looking like a commercial space. And so these two experts in their field are really taking a hard look at how to not only make your living space functional, but actually keeping the functionality so that you can work without interrupting the way that you live. So we hope you'll enjoy this episode because we know that our living spaces affect our productivity, our mental health, our emotional health, our families, and everything else that we do. So we hope you enjoy this episode and you'll get as much out of it as I will. And of course, I will join you again as we follow up with the next episode of the Alchemy of Leadership. There's so many things hap- exciting things happening here at the channel, folks. You don't want to miss it. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the conversation. And we asked you a question on our podcast. Please feel free to join in and, and, and participate in this conversation and many others. We really want to hear from you. We really want to engage you in a way that, well, it makes you part of the, the folks tribe. Hope you enjoy it. Okay. <laughs> I wanna I wanna um talk about that. I last time we really this is our second go of it, as we both know. Uh we had a little problem, a little technical difficulty. But with that said, you know the fact that you mentioned too that everything is handmade, the fact that you manufacture here in the States, what's that process exactly? I mean I've read some, I've seen a lot of your stuff on Instagram. You and I have talked and um I, I find it fascinating that you're really bringing back you know, uh, a skill that I think that you had even mentioned that started to be, that was lost. So can you just talk to us about that right now? Sure, sure. So mosaics are the very first form of art known to man. And it was just something that I felt absolutely in love with. And I just, I started making it. I realized a need to keep a craft alive. Uh, I opened a studio in the early 90s and started teaching people my craft. And and we, we launched into a tile business, which uh, my husband came on board in 2001. Right. And he 
and he took over the pre making this for tile, you know, for tile showrooms by the square foot, which I, which really uh, propelled our business uh, in in ways that I had never you know, known before. Right. That's interesting. That's great. And and I want to talk about how that propelled too. But when I when I talk when I'm thinking about the manufacturing process, I mean I have read and I've seen you discussed it a little bit last time. How you actually cut each individual piece, right? And you don't use laser equipment. It's not mass produced, um, and it's produced in Brooklyn, right? Yep. Yes, I were produced. It, it, New York City has the greatest pool of creative people, and when you come Absolutely. together. To, you know, you love what you do. You want to be, it's just, it's fascinating. Um, I, I, I mentor also this, uh, high school students that want kind of an alternative to, you know, going to work at Google <laughs> where, people, you know, you're, you like to work with your hands. You're, you know, you love being creative and, uh, and you love glass. So I, I, I teach kids in high school and sometimes they staying with me i've had i've been doing this for like 25 years and people still come back and they're like thank you for teaching us life skills not only you know how to do to you know do a craft but uh to make it artwork and to uh and literally I, like teach teach my skills for the future for young and that's great i love that too you know and i i as a designer too in my studio i actually uh bring interns on to teach them right to teach them the craft and teach them the business skills as well, as you said. Um, and I love last time you mentioned about them being on time, not using their, oh. their cell phone during work hours. I mean, you know, things that we kind of took for granted or assumed that people would, kids would know. They don't necessarily know. No, they don't. So, uh, but it's, it's nice. You know, I, I, I always say like, you have to be on time or you can and there's no phones during during you know working hours and it's really hard because in most companies you probably can't just sit up so certain like life skills that i believe are important in a job uh i, I try to i think those are actually the most important right 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 i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt i wanted to say so when you have these kids in too i mean the obvious beauty of your textile designs are incredible and you know we I always wanted to say well what does what benefits your client besides the beauty I want you to kind of talk about that and how do the these kids that you're mentoring what are their thoughts and and do you sometimes bring encourage them to uh, talk to you about their idea of a design or, or embellish a little bit of what you might have sketched out and started drawing do you em encourage them to say hey you know, give me your thoughts. Yeah, well, we normally start with just draw, draw everything you love. And then, you know, be, be excited about what you're drawing. And then I'll move them into let's draw, do that geometric for me. Show me your, show me something that you love. Make, you know, and I'll, and I'll turn things and, and then I'll have them start to cut. It's, it really, um, it's, it's a lovely process. And you either love it or you, you hate it. You, you know, so you'll know when you start. I love tedious, very labor intensive where I can really just right. get my own world and create something. Right. And I think that, that the people that, that I, 
I love working with have have that same, you know, just get into your work and just start creating and love what you're doing. Right. And I think that's one of the most important things about running my business is that I love what I do. There's I would I there's nothing else I want to do. I I actually I would move into my studio if I could. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and a lot of artists do, right? Their studio is yeah. there. That's that's it. And I think as an artist too, the fact that you use your hands, you know, that there's there's something about, you know, just the textile, the feeling, right? We're tactile, we're visual, um, maybe not so much auditory. I'm not. I just have to feel it and see it, and then it comes alive. The colors come alive. Um, the design comes alive. And I believe that's what you're saying, right? Yeah. I, it, yes. The, the pieces do come alive. You know, when I, when I first, I believed in what I was doing from right. the, the moment I walked into a glass door. I just mm. said that the most amazing thing I, 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 I've ever experience i mean i was in college and i just graduated i was designing clothing and i put an ad in the yellow pages that's um, wonderful <laughs> you know, about what I'm doing but this is how i really started this as I, I i took ads out i was a florist i was a, an architect i was an interior designer i was a contractor uh whatever you you know whatever I put all these cute little ads and I actually got a call from a Burger King mm-hmm. in on 47th street and they were opening and they said that they needed a, a Brazilian wave tile mm-hmm. laid on the entire floor at Burger King and they were opening every week and to find anybody in my state area to do it. Mm-hmm. And I just said, Oh, you come to the right place. So I rented a car, a video Door, and I filed their floor. So it was, I believed in it. Okay, so I'm, I'm very close to the phone now. Now but, you're um, very close. I can hear you perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, well, I'll stay right here then. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so that, I just think believing in what you're doing and not giving up and sticking with what you love, that will, you know, that is an important thing. If you believe in what other people will believe in you too. Right, right. And I think that's great. And I love how you started out with the tile and then how it just, it, it grew and and became this, this it's, you're branding yourself. You branded yourself. And talk to us about the different uh, other areas that your art has now manifested itself in. And it's gone from tile to... Tile to murals, uh a, very large art murals for feature walls anywhere from casinos to mm. hotels to interiors of, of buildings mm. and residential work. Mm. Uh, we're selling probably more art than ever, which mm. is unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, it's amazing how honored I am that people are, are we're taking them off of our walls in our studio. I, we, you know, uh, the art world has been very, very good to us. Mm. And I'm also using the patterns because once I sell my original pieces, mm-hmm. I, I pieces it might never be seen by me again. So we take very good good photos of them and making the pattern into fabric and with Libatex and Zuo and uh, Zuo for Mod is doing her furniture collection. That's and amazing. Our patterns. Uh, I have. Been Creating some clothing mm. and some home trees, which I 
really excited about right now, tablecloths and napkins. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. And, and it all stems from my tile work. Right. So it is so ex- for me, this is so exciting. The wallpaper being made from something that took me, you know, weeks and months to make. That mm. I, it, it only it becomes almost a catalog of a time period for me. Mm-hmm. And so, with that said, uh, what was your greatest learning experience? Because it seems to me, starting with tile and going into fabric, and now going into wallpaper and rugs and um, big art pieces that are murals. I mean, and now furniture. That's amazing. So, what what uh, has been your greatest learning experience? And then, how has this shaped your thinking? And then, ultimately lend itself to uh, showing itself or revealing itself in your artwork? My greatest learning experience is that you should be very knowledgeable in what you are doing. Mm. If you want to be as uh, somebody who really doesn't know your craft, I don't think you are respected as much if you don't know what, what what you're doing. And I've spent 30 years studying and knowing knowing everything about what I am doing and learning from my mistakes. Oh, that, oh, my very, another, I have all these crazy stories, but one of my very first jobs before I was in tile, I bought a tile and it looked like it had some kind of stuff on the back that held the pieces together. So I got a very large project and started gluing on uh, like duct tape. Well, my whole project. <laughs> I don't know what I was doing. Right, <laughs> I, right. I just figured, well, if they can stick it together, I can stick it together. <laughs> but so learning from my mistakes, I thought, was right. probably my greatest strength because, you know, I, I learned everything that I did. I, I It was basically a first right. kind of mistake. Right. Or, I mean, I'm, I'm, I decided today I'm going to make um, some side tables. So I'm sure I'll, ha- I'll, I'll have some type of a mistake in this and then learn what will be the best and have it right. come out perfect. Right. And I love that. There's no fear. You know, this this uh, bold and um, willingness to fail forward. I, I heard that phrase before. And uh, so it's not my own, but... Um, I've done that in my own craft, and and what a what a good attitude because again, like you said, that's how you learn to experiment, and you just get better, and you get better and better at your craft and more knowledgeable. So I think right. that's great. Um, so what with that though, what obstacles have you overcome, um, either self-imposed or other obstacles? Well, I would say that obstacles. Well, financial obstacles. Mm. Those were you know it's you know when you start a business. Yeah, <laughs> uh, a lot of financial obstacles that you you know <laughs> you might get one really big job and then yeah. you're like off to Hawaii, right. but then you might you know you need to be um, you need to keep working. But, you know yeah. you can't yeah. you're always working when not it's that's an obstacle for your you know just also with my gosh there's so many but the but the good overtakes the obstacles um mm. I, you know what i do like i i just do my craft you know i'm sure business-wise there's many obstacles that you have to go through but mm-hmm. i kind of keep my head down and that's where you have a good partner who actually helps with the business too and getting to that too you know it's interesting because you always said that you just use your phone 
to post your photos for social media, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, I work with my husband and he, you know, he's a little bit more knowledgeable on the internet, but I, I, I don't like working on a computer. I don't like carrying the computer. It's so heavy. Right. So work from my phone. Right. And I mean, my work is not, you know, it's my work is hands on. So I, I do, I just take it with my, I just take pictures and progress photos and projects just from my phone and, and that's it. And um, it works I, for you. And I, it's been very productive. I mean, it's great because that's you're you're visible. You're all over the place. You're on LinkedIn. You're on Instagram always. And you have a big, huge following. So if, for you, even though some people would say, oh, well, you need to know this system. And that, you don't need that. You're just, you're authentic. Oh, well, thank you. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that uh, just stick with what you love and your head down create in any field. Mm-hmm. I think you'll, at least in your mind, you'll be successful. I think that's right. a right. lot of it. Absolutely. You, you know, absolutely. I think you believe in something and you, it's, that's success in itself. Oh, absolutely. I agree. You know, I wanted to talk about also, um, I don't know if that's a good segue or not, but talking about when I, when I first opened up, I, I brought up COVID and, and how uh, COVID has brought to light the need for change in our homes and in our, in our institutions. And um, I know for my, you know, I never stopped working during COVID. I believe you also didn't start working as well because there was a need that you were able to satisfy. I like right. tell me about that. <laughs> so that was so the first two weeks of like it was a shutdown. Like we had to actually shut down. It was very weird. And you know, you can, how long can you sit on the couch watching Maury Povich? Right. <laughs> so the minute I heard that we need PPP. I was like, bingo. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I raced a, a face mask, started sewing them up, opened my studio, and we were making face masks. It was mm-hmm. our our fabric and our patterns. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was, you know, people really want to work. And, my and I, was like, yeah, right, so. right. And that's good. And I think also, too, with your designs, they bring happiness. There's color. It's bright. It's it's and in a time during COVID where there was a lot of fear and a lot of dissatisfaction. I know as a designer, I had a client who just they just couldn't stand the surroundings, right? So they all of a sudden were like, "I want to change everything." So that was uh, that was good. But I also want to talk about. I saw that you had done this, or you were asked to do a mural in Alaska, and I find that to be really interesting because there was something to do with the mental health because they're living in darkness for so much time within a year. So I'd like you to talk about that as well. I think that ties in nicely even to um, what's going on right now with with mental health and and how there's a need for art and color and bright and beauty and all that. Yeah, so, okay, so I did, uh, I would say most of the hospital in Barrow, Alaska at the Samuel Simmons um, medical center. Mm. It was built on the glaciers in Barrow, mm. uh, uh, and it is dark. Yeah. Half of the, so, I created probably one of my most colorful projects uh, of all time at that hospital, doing the entryway murals, the the all the treatment rooms, the waiting area. This was a job that was that took me over a year to do. Uh, and we did it so, so colorful because since it's dark, you know, people 
if you don't have light and sun, I get very depressed and they need, they needed color in their lives. And it was, I, I made this beyond a technicolor wonder of rainbows and, and this is it was so outrageous and mm. they loved it so much i worked on the, the community center and while um while they were installing mm-hmm. um one of the the gc got mauled by a polar bear mind you oh gosh or, and not, yeah, so just so you know this is in the glaciers so right. they asked me to come to see if i could you know just check everything out make sure it was good and I went to Barrow, and it was the most amazing trip of my entire life. To nice. it, it was it was just wonderful to meet the, I, the people that live there. They're called Inupiates, and oh, interesting. Inupiat Indians, and I became oh. very close with with many of them. And they're so artistic, and um, they showed me their artwork, and it was really really wonderful. They were so happy to have had me come there and 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 do this piece for them Mm. so it was one of my most like honored moments of my life oh absolutely (laughs) right right and didn't you say that too um from that you believe fun off them also creating and being artistic or bringing more art into other centers that you weren't necessarily a part of but that you or your artwork and that project actually helped to spin off some more oh. other projects that really um, bring color, lights, and art to the community as a whole. Oh, a hundred percent. It was yeah, it was like kismet to to have mm-hmm. met art in the community center. They created an art studio, and oh, they wonderful. were they were. Like, etching with rock and just really? with amazing things on polar bear fur you know things oh, that they wow. they eat they keep the fur they keep everything i don't know you know this is a few years ago so who knows there could be a target now and you know right. things might have changed but i hope it did it amazingly pretty and wonderful and yeah. you know i didn't have you know, they didn't have email some that i go right Right. I couldn't keep in touch, but I did I get her right, a right. present. <laughs> that's that's great. Um, so uh, that so with that <clears throat> said, you know, uh, talking again about COVID. So COVID just really, I mean, we're coming out of it in such a big way now, right? So what is the impact in your volume today after COVID? Because as you said, and as we were talking about, you worked on it. You worked throughout COVID. Now, do you see your numbers increasing? Do you see the the need and the want for more murals? Um, for I mean, as you said, the the furniture aspect of it is growing. What uh, what are you seeing post COVID as a designer? Um, well, in in tile, we we ne- since we never stopped working, we were busy as well. So um, we're getting. I would say people are getting more unique. They're creating. They, people aren't doing so much white and gray anymore. Mm-hmm. People aren't planning to move never. Right. So they're creating their oasis, which I am. I'm in heaven. Right. I love what what what's happening right now. Uh, you know, for a while I was losing you know, like when it was just like a one color or a very simple pattern. Mm. I, I was you know, was not getting as many of them. They were coming from overseas, very very cheap. So, you know, some, like, just piles that would be in each now, really, they want unique. Kind of, coming in and out again. I don't know why, but. Sorry. 
And more color. You're seeing more color. Well, color, I mean, listen, color just brings happiness. You know, um, I know that there's some designers and that love all white or all black, and that's beautiful, too. Um, I, but I think color is just uh, just what we need lately. <laughs> um, it just pops of color as well. Yeah, yeah. I used to do a lot of powder rooms because they're like, you know, it's that own one little uh, jewel box that you yes. could go in. Yes. So um, I, we're still doing powder rooms all the time, but now I'm doing a feature wall in the entryway, which to me is like, wow, I got wow. out of the powder. Yeah, now that's I'm amazing. Doing, right. I, I just finished this house in the Hamptons and they, they actually built the house around the mural, which oh, is so wow. incredible. They say, um, it's a moon over Shinnecock Bay, and it's oh. about 50 by 20 feet, and it's their entryway, and it's base bay. So that hole, and it's a black light on it. So when you drive past, past this house, if you can see the big mosaic moon lit up at night. Oh, so wild. Oh, so wait a second. So it's so the mosaic, across the mosaic is glass. So when you drive by, you actually see the mosaic? Is that what you're saying? You see the mural. Right. And then in another window, you see the actual bay where the moon is shining. Oh, wow. It was so architecturally incredible. Right. That I don't even know how this house was made. It was so, oh, I mean, that's everything. beautiful. That sounds gorgeous. Yeah, it that was. That sounds gorgeous. We should see a picture of that on your Instagram <laughs> as you drive by, right? I posted it today. Oh, you um, did? But, okay. Okay. Uh, I got fantastic pictures but that's what people people are thinking outside the box right now right which and is they great are absolutely jaw-dropping oh my god that's great and so actually so now that you talked about residential versus commercial do you think what, what do you think you have is it balanced residential and commercial do you have more commercial i see from what you just were explaining that the residential is starting to grow as you said, coming out of the powder room, which I think is amazing. Um, well, I, I sell to all, you know, most high-end tile stores throughout three. Beautiful uh, client. The show, I don't know the, the word to it, but um, the showrooms are, like, absolutely wonderful. The showrooms are absolutely, the, the, the showrooms that carry our line, they give us amazing space right. uh, to create for. And this is I believe a great way to showcase the the creativity of their designers as well. I just recently did a contest that design your own and I will make you something. I will make your dream like what you would sell. And I'm creating all these such fun um colorways for the showrooms and it's their their creations. Well, I'm having, oh, so I really love, and right. then, you know, my work, I've been doing um, commercial work. That's how I actually started Burger King. Right. Was my first. So you know, from there, I, you know, did a lot of casinos, hotels, and um, I do love commercial because I can see it again. Some, some, a lot of homeowners might not want you to photograph their work, which, yes. but it's so great to say like, oh my God, have you been to the Cosmopolitan or have you been to this hotel or... Um, and, just, and people remember um, what you've done if they've been there. Right. Advisable project. Right. Um, I, I recently did the O Spa in Palm Beach. And with everybody moving to, 
to Florida, that's a resonate to say, you've got to go see my diamonds. I did the whole ceiling. I did all the walls. I did the spa. And um, it's it's great to be able to always see it. That's great. So there's two things I have questions that came out of what you just uh, shared. One is, are you, do you go on site or I'm sure you do. How do you do that? Are you like the man, you're making sure you're managing that uh, the installation is going right. Um, I'm assuming, but talk about that if you would a little bit. And the other thing is I really heard from you with these showrooms that you're working with other designers. So you're really collaborating. And I find that interesting as well. So could you elaborate on a little bit of both of those? So I do a lot of collaboration. I think is so great. It's so much fun. So um, I've been collaborating with with the designers to make their vision come to life. Mm. And um, I think I think that's very, very important because right. I think people want me. And right. what, was, what was the other? Oh, and the other thing is when you go to, uh, so you have, you just did the spa in Miami, right? Are you always on site throughout the whole process? Cool. How do you manage I, the job? I ask for either measurements or just um, interlocking. You can have your order two ways. I can make it to your exact measurements or if you don't know what those are, they will just be cut on site. And so I I create maps so you know where everything goes. I create the entire project uh, in the studio. And mm. I, I tape it. I number it. What you actually get in a box is a jigsaw puzzle. And the jigsaw puzzle put together on site. So you could put a 20-foot mural up in one, one or two days. Because the, the mural's made. You just can't ship a 50-foot mural you know, and, and put it through somebody's front door. So so then how do you find installers since you're all over the place? You're in Alaska, you're in Miami, you're, do you have a contractor well, base that you... I, I have really kind of um, dummy-proofed the whole installation. I mean, you get installation instructions, and I've made it where it's very, very easy. You don't have do, uh, it, it's not a difficult installation at all. Oh, if you're okay. a contractor, how to do it? And I'm always available as well. So I put my cell phone on there. So if there's any issue, I'm always here. And you know, great. say had it made to measure and measured incorrectly, not, not a big deal. I just fix it. Has there so. ever been a project that you that went awry that you had to fly out or you know had to remake or redo? I mean, I'm sure stuff like that does happen. Has that ever happened to you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. My most notable which once again you learn from your mistake um was that i i did caesar's palette and they asked me to do entire gold uh fountain and it was huge um it was so beautiful and i did it all in gold mirror it was it was very very large a few months later after you know beautiful water and getting it it turned black instead of gold and they were they were very very gracious because I was I told them I'm so sorry I will fix it I will do anything I'm sorry like you know I let me let me figure this out so they gave me the opportunity to you know to figure it out and I figured out that you cannot use gold mirror inside in the bottom of a swimming pool but wow I, interesting right, right. but huh. I, everything and we another color and they were fine with that they understand it but have to go up to their mistakes and fix the fast and i did so right that's interesting wow see and and oh there again you were God. available and you went right right back in and 
and fix it. That's great. And that happens to us all. It does. I, I can't tell you how many times I was like, oops, <laughs> mistake. Let's fix it. <laughs> so I wanted to ask you too, what's your most defining accomplishment? My most defining accomplishment? Well, teaching a trade hmm. to to young people, and it's not just trade; it's something that uh, this is this is a something that you absolutely love. I'm really trying to put an old form of art in. intact. Yeah, you, I'm losing you again a little bit. Um, oh, sorry. It's okay. I don't know why. It's uh, probably the phone. So right. So then, working with these kids um, from the alternative school in the city is a great uh, program that you have going on. You mentor your the teacher and sometimes we're the student that's got to be fulfilling I know it's fulfilling for me as well um, and what other what's another thing that's uh, that defines or what are you most proud of as far as your accomplishments? Well, I think being a woman in business being self-taught mm. uh, realizing that you know your power is in knowledge uh, and really being confident I think those are really very very being knowledgeable on what you're doing never right. give and you know having a passion and believing in that. I think that's the most important yeah definitely that's great that's great and I know last time that we kind of spoke you also said that one of the uh, biggest and we said what was something silly about you and and you said well it's not really silly but and uh well, pride and joy is <laughs> well my pride and joy are my children that's not silly but right. i did think I, I realized i did have a silly thing about me oh and yes and i was like oh my god they've been silly so um i can tie a knot with my tongue on a cherry cherry stem oh i can do that <laughs> i love that that's I funny i love that what that's great <laughs> <laughs> that's silly and that is funny i love that that's great um yeah so that's a silly and then of course your children i mean what a what a great accomplishment i um i'm so happy that we actually got to talk again and i just want to close it up with too that i see that you posted something on on uh you were uh hospital hospitality design yes i was in hospitality design magazine mm, great it's this new um Next month, I'm going to do the uh, lounge at New York now. So if you're mm -hmm. in New York, uh, August 14th to the 17th, this show, uh, old gift show with home design, with New York City design. It's uh, an amazing show. So doing the lounge with all of our furniture, with Zooma, Earth Cabinet, a lot of fun different outdoor lemur, wallpaper. It's going to be beautiful. So please come visit. <laughs> Oh, yes. Well, I'll be at the Now uh, show, so that's great. So I definitely look forward to seeing you. So um, would you like to uh, talk about where we can find Alice in Eden? Um, yes. Well, you can find me on, on Instagram and Alice in Eden Studio, spelled A-L-L-I-S-O-N-E-D-E-N Studios, S-T-U-D-I-O-S. And Mosaic Designer at AOL.com, right? Yes. Make designer at AOL, or if you if you don't want to use my old AOL account, it's Allison at AllisonEden.com. Okay, and then you have <laughs> AllisonEden.net for your catalog, correct? Yes, Great. and uh, you can check out our website and uh, any way I can, uh, you know, inspire you guys and help you and, and create something wonderful for you. I, I really appreciate uh, 
appreciate that. <laughs> oh, that's great. You're so wonderful. It's just such a great time talking with you. And, you know, a couple of things I just want to kind of pop out that pop out to me um, that we talked about is that I think that you really believe in never giving up. Um, if you want to see glitz and glamour, color and bold, you know, you know Alice and Eden. And um, your love for your children, your family, and, and how you, you are a teacher and you uh, take your craft very seriously and you teach young kids um, and you give them knowledge and knowledge is power. And I, I love that. I think that's awesome. So I want to thank you for coming on again. Just want to say goodbye. Oh, all right. Well, thank you so much for, for, the, uh, for talking and I will speak to you soon. All right. Bye now. Have a great night. I'll see you at now. Yes. <laughs> yes. See you then. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye now. Okay, folks, just to recap, this is Lily, founder of Lily Renee Interior Design, and I just interviewed with Allison Eden of Allison Eden Studios. She is a fabulous textile designer, which has, she's accomplished, and she makes a clothing line. She's doing furniture, wallpaper, rugs. She's just amazing. You can find her on Instagram. You can find her website. You can find her on Facebook, and here goes a couple of the, uh, the information you need to look at. Mosaic Designer at AOL.com, AllisonEdenStudios.com, AllisonEden.net for her catalog. Take a look at her work. She's fabulous. All designers, we take, bring our own, our own individual flair, uh, and we love working with, we love working with commercial as well as residential clients. We bring life and color and happiness to your homes. So look forward hearing from everybody. Have a great day.